You're listening to the Play Big Brand Bold podcast, episode number one. Welcome to the Play Big Brand Bold podcast, business and branding advice to help you play a bigger game in your business and brand bold to stand out in the crowd. Each week, I'll be sharing interviews with business and creative professionals, as well as insights and strategies to help you do more of the things you want to do in your business, get confident, clear, and capable to build your business brand and bottom line. Well, welcome to episode one. I am super excited to be here. A podcast has been something that I have spoken to a lot of people about, and quite a few people have asked me if it's something that I was going to do. So for those of you who don't know me, my name's Suzanne Chadwick. I am a business and brand strategist and coach working with small and large businesses to really get clear on what their message is and how they're going to connect with their audience. And branding is something that I am super, super passionate about and have been doing in different forms since about 2004. So the podcast just feels like a really great next step for me. I am a speaker as well as somebody who loves video. So it's just logical that podcasting is something that I would do. But the real sell for me was that I didn't have to put on makeup as you do with video. And let's be honest, if you can reach a few more people and have an awesome chat whilst you're still in your Ugg boots. So for those outside of Australia, those are slippers, big woolly slippers, then why wouldn't you do that? So I thought for my first podcast, I would share a bit about my story and some of the lessons that I've learned along the way. The format of this podcast is going to be very much a solo training type format, as well as really awesome interviews with people and businesses who I think have got pretty epic brands, people who have reached large audiences, people who have an amazing connection with the people that they engage with and attract. I am always fascinated by how people go about building their brands, what their brand personalities are, what their experience, their customer experience is, and how they craft that in a way that is really unique. So I did think that my story was worth going through in the first episode, just so that if you don't know anything about me, you can get a little bit of a sense of who I am and what I'm about. So my business is The Connection Exchange, and you can find me at theconnectionexchange.com. Why is this podcast called Play Big Brand Bold? Well, I that is a belief that I have. It's actually an online course that I have as well. So I wanted to make sure that there was consistency of brand there. And that online course and everything that I do in my business really revolves around my core message, which is Play Big Brand Bold. And that is my belief that in order to really take your business to the next level, stand out in this very crowded market, you have to make a decision to play a much bigger game. I think that there are always things that hold us back. And so playing big, I think, is a universal term that the majority of people understand, which is what is that next thing you're going to do? What 
are you not doing? What's holding you back? And what would playing big look like to you? And as I said before, if you follow me, playing big means different things to different people. Some people think that playing big is you know, having an international multi-million dollar business. And some people just feel that if they could do a video or a podcast or get on a Facebook live, that would be playing big as well. And all of it is because all of us come from different backgrounds and we look at the world and the things that we do in different ways. So that's what playing big is. And branding bold is absolutely loving what you put out there. Uh, I find that when I work with clients in one-on-one coaching or in my online course, a lot of times they resist putting themselves out to market. They resist putting images up. They resist putting their message out there. And it always comes back to not 100% believing in what it is that they're putting out there or not loving the way that it looks the way that it sounds, the way that it feels. So I work with clients a lot on really nailing what's holding them back and then creating a brand look and feel and message that 100% resonates with them so that they are putting themselves out to market in a way that they just cannot help but shout about what they're doing. So that's a little bit about me. So I hope you've got a coffee and you're all settled in. And yeah, I wanted to share a bit about where I've come from and how I got to this place in my business and how I got to this podcast. So some people say probably that, you know, when you wear a lot of hats, it might get a bit distracting. But for me, I like my hats like I like my shoes. I like a lot of them. So in this moment in time, I am the head of employer branding and digital for a global talent business part-time. I'm the CEO of the Connection Exchange. I'm a business and brand coach and consultant to both large and small businesses. And as I mentioned, I'm the creator of Play Big Brand Bold, the online course. I am also a mama to two small people, a wife, a daughter, a sister, and a friend. And I am super passionate about exciting, challenging, and fun things. I have lived a life of adventure and I 100% can mean to continue to live a life of adventure. But where did it all start? Well, I was actually born in South Africa and my parents left South Africa and the apartheid system behind when I was just turning two years old. And with $50 in their pockets, they arrived in Melbourne, where my grandparents lived in a two-bedroom unit in Camberwell. And the four of us, so my mum, my dad, and my sister and I moved into that one spare room. (laughs) Just a little memory here. My grandma used to give us special K with no milk and enough sugar to sink a ship. And my sister and I used to sit in front of the TV and watch a Bugs Bunny without a care in the world. And that is one of my earliest memories. And I must have been about three or four, I think. So the four of us eventually moved into a two bedroom unit in Noble Park in Melbourne, uh, where we had a Labrador called Nikki who used to eat the furniture. We had chickens for a while until they went into the garage one day with my dad and then never came out again. Interesting. And we used to run around under the sprinkler on hot summer days. So I loved my childhood and have nothing but great memories. I remember going to pick my dad up from work at the factory that he used to work in every day in our old Cortina uh, until he decided to go out on his own and start his own business. 
And I don't remember it being tough. I remember always having what I wanted. I remember moving house and extending that house. I remember my parents putting me into a private school when I was 15. And at no time did I ever realize how hard it was for them to do a lot of the things that I completely took for granted. One thing I remember is my dad working really hard, always being kind, very level-headed and thoughtful. And we recently celebrated his 70th birthday and I am super, super grateful for my parents. Both my parents were and are very strong characters, but in very different ways. Uh, They have unshakable faith in what they believe and they are very clear on who they are and what they're all about. And that's kind of where my story starts. So when I was in uni, I started working for a telemarketing business and quickly became the admin manager uh, with some staff under me. My next job was in recruitment and once again, quickly became 2IC to my manager. I think I was around about 20 or 21 at the time. And soon after that, with the company I was with, I was offered the opportunity to move to London. And I remember having my 24th birthday in London town and 100% living the high life. But uh, a little bit after that, after September the 11th, 2001, the business started to make redundancies and I came home to Melbourne for three months to do a bit of partying, bit of working, and without a second thought, decided to head back to London because I was not done with that amazing city. Uh, And I sold everything I had, had no job, had no idea what I was gonna do, but I knew that I could make it work. So lesson number one at a very young age was really to see what you wanted and just take a chance and go after it. Never lose that hubris of the young. Even now I think, what could I do that would be a little bit out of the box? Obviously it's a little bit harder now with kids these days, but I just am very focused on never losing that spontaneous fun that, you know, really just was everything that my 20s were. And I talk to my husband about that all the time. How can we be more spontaneous? How can we, you know, live a life of adventure and abundance? And that is something that as a family is a really key theme for us. So over the next seven years, I lived the London life. For those of you who have lived in the UK or lived in London, you will know what I mean. Amazing friends who became my family, parties, you know, every weekend, an awesome career where I was a manager in a recruitment firm. I was an HR and ops director for a search firm. And then I ended up being the recruitment manager for the consulting division of a top four Uh, consultancy in London, which I still have really fond memories of. It's where I learnt what I was capable of, if I'm honest. So recently a friend said to me that I have no idea about the capacity of the level of work that I can do, which I don't think that I do at times. Uh, And when you have to manage over 300 candidates on your own, Uh, you know, very challenging consulting partners and you're working 15-hour days at the age of 25, 26, uh, you do end up operating at a different level. So lesson number two for me is there are moments in life where you thrive in the hardest environment and come out the other end shining. 
So, you know, we're all capable of big things. It's a choice whether we decide to do it, we want to do it, or we have the courage to do it. But when I talk about playing big as well, this is really one of the key things is what am I courageous enough to do? I love how Brené Brown talks about courage. She talks about the fact that it is the exposure to risk, it's the exposure to the unknown, and it's really allowing our emotional emotions to be exposed and vulnerability towards that as well. So after meeting my Welsh hubby, speed dating, yes, you heard right, speed dating. I always say it's the best 20 quid I ever spent. <laughs> he might be feeling like that joke's a little old these days, but we traveled around the world for three months and then we landed home in Melbourne again in July, 2008. So this was actually probably one of the hardest and toughest times that I went through personally. I had just left London where I had friends and an amazing job and, you know, such a epic adventure of a life. And I came home to Melbourne and I'd never felt so alone. I had created this amazing life for myself in London and now we had landed and my friends had moved on and life was very different, which happens after eight or nine years. And without a doubt, it probably took us five to six years to settle back in, which is insane when I think about it. But building friendships when you're now in your early to mid thirties is a difficult thing to do. And I'm sure those of you who are listening, who have moved around the world can really understand that. So the friends who I will have for life and who I love dearly are now spread across the globe, living in the UK, Dubai, New York, uh, London, Asia. So it's an interesting time, but we've always got people to visit, which is great. So in 2010, I was pregnant with my first child and could feel the need for a big change in my career. I was the recruitment manager of a big team, but was bored out of my mind and desperately wanted to do something more creative. So the day before I went on maternity leave, I was actually sitting uh, in the corner office on the 37th floor of a large building in Melbourne and about to have a meeting. And this social media consultant walked in and she was going to be supporting the employer brand and social media aspect of the recruitment that we were managing. So the more that she talked, the more I could feel myself getting excited about everything that she was sharing. I went off on mat leave and a few months later, I connected with her on LinkedIn. I asked her if I could work with her free of charge during my maternity leave for maybe a couple of hours a week, no cost to her if she taught me what she knew. So I would get on these Skype meeting calls with her and her clients and I would start to look at strategies, building audiences and communities on social media. And when I went back to work, I was lucky enough to be given the opportunity to do a job swap with somebody who was working in the branding space. And from there, I went crazy with self-development and learning. My company put me through a certificate in employer branding, uh, so I also put myself through B-School with Marie Forleo, Money Bootcamp with Denise Duffield-Thomas and loads more. Whatever I could get my hands on, I would read, listen to and consume. 
You know, and I really started to look at networking groups in Melbourne and could not find what I was looking for. I used to joke around and call myself the Goldilocks of networking. Some were too big, some were too small, and I couldn't find one that was just right. So like any normal woman, I decided to create my own, and that's how the Connection Exchange was born. So lesson number three, if you can't find what you're looking for and you're super passionate about it, then you obviously create it yourself. So I decided to start events in Melbourne, attracting women in business. And I had been helping a few friends to build their business up in the role in my corporate job. I had built a new strategy structures for how we were consulting to clients, pricing and packaging, marketing and branding, and going into these large clients and running three to six month projects, working on their career site and their digital strategy as well. And I started doing this with friends that I had who had decided after maternity leave that they really didn't want to go back to the corporate world. And so I found myself in this space where I was coaching a lot of different women when they were starting their business up with very much a strong slant on brand, brand message, brand look and feel, really looking at how they were engaging with their customers, what they were saying and what they were offering as well. And that was a really amazing time. And you know something, without a doubt, I love that saying, your vibe attracts your tribe. I started to attract a tribe of women and have an amazing tribe of women now who a lot of times are ex-corporates and who now have their own businesses and just operate at a similar level to me. And I love being around them and I love co-working with them, which uh, we do once a month as part of the Connection Exchange or the Exchange of Membership. And it's just turned out to be the type of business that I want. But without a doubt, it has taken different iterations. There has definitely been evolutions of products and services. And it's become really clear to me that my core message of Play Big Brand Bold is really what I want to take to the world and be known for. You know, and when you build a really epic brand for yourself, it is all about that one question. What do I want to be known for? What can I help people to do? And what sort of things can I share with them that can help them take their business or their passions or whatever it is or whatever it is that you do to the next level? So now with all of my different hats and my different shoes, I love to do training and coaching and my online course is really a key passion of mine. And that's my story to date. So there have been a lot of lessons along the way where for me being productive and really focused on what my big strategy is, what I'm aiming for and how I'm working towards that with clarity and conviction and passion and pursuit is just where I want to live. I think that when you can find something that you are really passionate about, that yes, absolutely can pay the bills, I think that that's where you want to be. So as I said, this podcast is really my opportunity to share a lot of the things that I learn along the way with you when it comes to creating an epic brand, when it comes to playing a bigger game and getting out of your own way a lot of the time. 
and creating something that you are so proud about, you are so passionate about, you love so much that you cannot help but put that out to the world in a big way and find the people that completely 100% resonate with you and what you're all about. So thanks so much for listening to the first episode. I didn't want to make it too long, but I am looking forward to so many more episodes to come. And if you've got a question, then feel free to send it to hello at theconnectionexchange.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at at connectionexchange, or you can follow me at Suze Chadwick as well. And ask any questions, make any comments. I'd love to know your thoughts. But thanks so much for being here. First episode done. Woohoo! And have an awesome day. Bye.